Hello, everyone. Welcome to Minghui Radio, bringing you podcasts of stories relating to the persecution of Falun Gong in China, insights and experiences gained by practitioners during the course of their cultivation, special items of interest, and music composed and performed by Dafa practitioners. The following is an experience sharing article entitled Firming Up My Resolve to Cultivate After I Was Persecuted by a Falun Dafa practitioner in China. The article was published on the Mingwei website on January 14, 2024. Because I had strong human attachments, I went against my conscience and wrote something that a practitioner should not. There are no words to describe my regret. From the bottom of my heart, I knew that Master Li Hongzhi had not given up on me but I really couldn't forgive myself. I felt that I let him down and that I was no longer worthy of practicing Falun Dafa. The other practitioners suggested I submit a solemn declaration stating that my guarantee statement, promising to stop practicing, was void, but I hesitated. I thought I needed to think about whether I should continue practicing Falun Dafa. The persecution I experienced was still vivid, and I felt that if I was persecuted again, I would really not be able to persevere any longer, a thought imposed on me by the old forces. But whenever I thought of leaving Dafa, I felt heartbroken. Master knew I was suffering and kept enlightening me. During that time, I saw Master's Fashen, Law Bodies, everywhere I went. As soon as I opened my eyes each morning, I saw Master's image. I wept every time I saw him. I knew in my heart that he had not given up on me and wanted me to come back. I started reciting Juan Falun. Master said in Lecture 1 of Juan Falun, quote, As a human being, you are a good person, only if you can follow this universe's characteristic of Jen Shan Ren. A person who deviates from this characteristic is truly a bad person. Unquote. I came to understand that regardless of whether I practice Dafa or not, as a human being, I should follow the universe's characteristic of Jen Shan Ren. Where else could I go? I must practice Dafa. I must practice to the end, even if I'm persecuted again. I then wrote my solemn declaration to declare the guarantee statement I signed to be null and void. Part 1. Memorizing Juan Falun My attachment to fear was very strong. I sometimes trembled with fear when I sat down, as if I was about to be tortured again. I often felt scared and helpless. I didn't know what to do. I was so upset that I cried. However, when I looked up, I saw a book in front of me entitled, Don't Be Afraid of Studying. I understood that Master was giving me a hint to study the Fa more. There were negative beings within my dimensional field, and I was in a constant state of extreme vulnerability. Master sent a thought to my mind. You can make it through with the guidance of the Fa. 
I understood that I needed to get the fa into my head, so I began to memorize Chuan Fa Lun. I started by memorizing each paragraph without reviewing it. If a paragraph was long, I divided it into several shorter sections and memorized them. I was not attached to time. Once I finished memorizing one paragraph, I went to the next one. I sometimes had trouble connecting the paragraphs, so I wrote the beginning of a paragraph on my wrist with a water-based pen. This way, whether I was working or had to go out, I could take a look if I forgot. I experienced many things during the process of memorizing the fa. My head ached and I felt bloated. I felt confused and nauseous. Sometimes I felt my head become very big. Other times it felt like something heavy was pressing on my head. My headache was often so intense that I felt my head was splitting open. I felt I really couldn't continue at times, and my brain felt like it was filled with paste. I began to get very sleepy and lay down. After waking up, all the discomfort was gone. I never thought of giving up memorizing Juan Falun. The discomfort lasted for a long time, and then eventually disappeared. When I began memorizing the Fa, there were so many dark substances and I felt that my dimensional field was covered by them. While I was reciting the fa, the black substance above my head cracked open, and a beam of light shone through. The gap kept widening, the light grew stronger, and the bad things disintegrated. Master also constantly pointed out to me the things I did that were not aligned with the fa's principles. For example, when I was memorizing the first lecture, of Juan Falun. I couldn't memorize the first paragraph. I found it strange, since I hadn't heard of any practitioner who could not memorize the first paragraph. I had already memorized Lecture 9 very well, but I just couldn't memorize the first paragraph of Lecture 1. What was wrong? When I looked inward, I realized that Master was giving me a hint. He was trying to tell me I needed to go out to clarify the truth. After I understood this, I was able to memorize the first paragraph. I felt happy and relaxed when I finished memorizing the book, but this complacency was soon taken advantage of, and my cultivation state suddenly deteriorated. I discovered my selfish thought of taking advantage of Dafa. That is, if I memorized the Fa, I would be able to walk smoothly on my path of cultivation. In fact, I was using Dafa as a protective umbrella. When I realized this, I broke out in a cold sweat. I understood that only by truly cultivating and following the Fa can we follow the right path of cultivation. Part 2. Finding the Root Problem After such a big fall, I wondered what kind of human attachment caused me to be persecuted. I looked inward and found that I had resentment, a fighting mentality, jealousy, a desire to show off, and lust. I didn't want to be blamed or criticized. I was selfish and wanted to be comfortable. I was also filled with the Chinese Communist Party, CCP, culture. But it wasn't until I wrote this sharing that I realized there was another thought 
that seriously hindered my cultivation. I believed that I must cultivate myself well first before I could validate the fa and save sentient beings. The thought of I must cultivate well included how much fa I studied, how many times I sent righteous thoughts, and how many times I went out to clarify the truth. Behind this thought, another attachment arose, which was that I treated my own standards as the standards of the fa. For example, I felt that I met the standard if I studied a certain amount of the fa. If I did not reach the standard I had set for myself, I felt anxious. I just could not understand why my situation sometimes got worse, even though I thought I had already let go of many of my attachments. I had taken care of my sick mother-in-law since I was 29 years old, but she never thanked me. Her eldest son and his wife seldom visited her and provided no financial support. My husband had an affair and physically abused me for nearly two years. For two years, my mother-in-law cried almost around the clock unless she was either asleep or eating. She sometimes smeared feces all over herself and was covered in bed sores. When she needed to relieve herself, I held out a piece of toilet paper to collect her waste. There were also instances when I couldn't fetch the paper in time. Despite this, my in-law's family continued to openly express their dissatisfaction with me. I looked inward and found a lot of attachments. After I had taken care of my mother-in-law for more than 10 years, my husband had another affair. I kept saying, I wouldn't have done this if I didn't practice Dafa. But my husband still scolded me, saying it was my duty to serve my mother-in-law. Why? I finally saw the root problem, which was that my cultivation was conditional. There were conditions for me to validate the fa and save people. As I mentioned, the condition was that I must cultivate well first. I did not think about it from the perspective of sentient beings. I was selfish. I mistakenly thought that as long as I behaved well, sentient beings would see how good practitioners are, and this would play a role in validating the fa. But I did not pay attention to clarifying the truth and clearing out people's bad thoughts, so my relatives and friends thought that fallen off of practitioners were political and anti-CCP. It turned out that after many years of cultivating, I was still wandering around in personal cultivation, thinking I had done the three things and that I was saving sentient beings. In fact, many times, I didn't even meet the standard for personal cultivation. When something happened, my first thought was about myself, and I didn't even realize it. When I thought about saving people, the first thing that came to my mind was whether I would be persecuted again if I kept truth-clarifying materials at home, instead of thinking about saving people. After I was released from prison, I had to deal with my family's negative opinions of Falun Dafa. My first thought was that I needed to be firm in my cultivation, instead of taking the opportunity to clarify the truth to my family. When I was imprisoned and tortured, 
Although I thought about not allowing my persecutors to commit crimes against Afa, I also thought about how I could end the persecution and go home. My fundamental problem was that my thoughts were driven by selfishness and were impure, which resulted in my complicated situation. We are now at the end of the fall rectification, and after I realized the seriousness of the problem and saw my own shortcomings, I felt very sad and regretful. I can now recite one lecture of Juan Falun every day. The memorization was relatively slow, but I did not pay attention to speed. When I have more time, I also read Master's new lectures. While I do household chores, I listen to Mingwei radio broadcasts about practitioners' experiences. I also listen to the nine commentaries on the Communist Party, Disintegrating Communist Party Culture, The Ultimate Goal of Communism, etc. I now feel fulfilled and that I'm assimilating to the Fa. Part 3. A Final Word It took me four days to write this, and I wept as I wrote. I know it was Master's mighty grace, compassion, and suffering that enabled me to return to the path of cultivation. Master does not give up on his disciples. He cleansed my body and encouraged me to believe I could make it through anything as long as I relied on the Fa. Master also helped me memorize the Fa and regain my confidence in cultivation. Thank you, Master. Thank you, fellow practitioners. The following is an experience sharing article entitled, I Was Enlightened to Take Hardship as Joy by a Falun Dafa practitioner in China. The article was published on the Mingwei website on January 26, 2024. In cultivation, we must eliminate human notions while rectifying ourselves in every thought and action. Human notions often show easiest in a family environment. A good place for my cultivation improvement is with my husband. Part 1. Taking Hardship as Joy My husband's life really appeared comfortable. He would either lie in bed and play with his mobile phone or go and hang out with friends. He often left home without even telling me he was leaving. And sometimes when I called him, he wouldn't even answer my calls. He often forgot my request to buy some groceries while he was out. One morning, just after I finished all the housework, such as window cleaning and floor mopping, cooking, my husband said he had some errands and left. I'd been working so hard at home and he just went out to have fun. I did not know where he was going or what he was going to do. Although at least he told me he was leaving, I was still unhappy. I then thought about how difficult he was and all his bad habits, and my heart started to churn. I felt so resentful and even thought maybe I should divorce him. A while later, I realized that as a Dafa disciple, I should cultivate myself and not blame others. 
Suddenly, I remembered Master's words from the article Realms from Essentials for Further Advancement. Quote, Taking hardship as joy. Unquote. Only then did I realize that I was far from the requirements of the Fa. Suffering is a good thing, as it is a process of karma elimination. I told myself, how can I not be happy? From today on, I will take hardship as joy and reject those bad human notions. In this way, I did what I was enlightened to by Master's teachings. Gradually, I relaxed and was happy. A few days later, my resentment toward my husband arose again. I made three good dishes for lunch. He took them to the dining table and started eating and just ignored me. I was not happy with his table etiquette. But at the same moment, Master's teaching reminded me to take suffering as joy. I was debating for a while, wondering what I should do. I decided to follow Master's teaching because it was the way I could improve my chin-ching. My heart was filled with joy immediately. Part 2. Eliminating Attachments to Uplift Chin-Ching One evening, I wanted to take a walk with my husband, but he refused. I went alone, and when I returned, he went out and was gone for over three hours. This did upset me, and I began to think poorly of him again. As I was getting upset, I looked inward and asked myself a series of questions. Why did I feel unhappy? Was it because he deliberately refused to walk with me? Did I feel hurt because I was ignored? Did I have a happy marriage? Did I have an attachment to romance like that of ordinary people? A cultivator should not have this kind of attachment. Without taking the walk with him, I would have more time to tell the facts of Falun Dafa to more people. Without my husband at home, I could accomplish a lot of important things. My mood then calmed down. A notion or perception that has developed over time can catch me off guard. Sometimes even one sentence can expose many attachments. One day I was so tired after cleaning the entire kitchen, I needed to take a rest. As I walked into the bedroom, I saw my husband playing with his mobile phone. He then mentioned that he would like to take a short nap. I immediately lashed out at him. I've been cleaning all morning, and you did nothing but play with your phone. As soon as the words came out, I realized that my chinching was really too far behind. Those words actually contained attachments of anger, hatred, jealousy, and other bad feelings. I quickly worked hard to let go of them. Since this incident, whenever an unbalanced thought arose in my mind, I would become alert to it immediately, and those bad thoughts would disappear in an instant. One time, I suddenly had a thought that my husband should correct his behavior and I could send forth righteous thoughts to help him improve. My thoughts were sincere from the bottom of my heart. After this thought, my husband seemed to become a more responsible person. His attitude towards me changed drastically. He always answered my calls. 
He took the initiative to call me if he had something to do and couldn't come home for dinner. He sometimes brought home daily necessities. These things never happened before. It is clear that righteous thoughts will be powerful if it is sincerely sent to others. Part 3. Refusing to Cooperate with the Persecution From studying Dafa teachings, I was also enlightened that we Dafa practitioners should not only oppose the persecution, but also inspire others to do so. Master Lee said in Dafa Disciples' Righteous Thoughts Are Powerful from the Essentials of Diligent Progress 2. Quote, No matter what the situation, do not cooperate with the evil's demands, orders, or what it instigates. If everyone can do that, circumstances will change. Unquote. Once, several police officers came to harass me at the school where I work and the principal asked me to meet them in his office. However, I refused the request with the excuse that I was busy preparing teaching materials for the class. The director of the principal's office came to see me shortly after. He did not know the reason for the officer's visit and suggested that I had better go with him to avoid trouble. I wanted to set an example to let people know that they themselves did not have to cooperate with the evil in the persecution of practitioners. I said that people have freedom of belief, and it is not wrong to practice Falun Dafa. I would not cooperate with any of the unlawful demands and orders. I told him, you should also not yield to their unlawful behaviors. I then said that I had to leave my office to take care of another matter. He said nothing on our way downstairs together and then turned to go to his office. I sent forth righteous thoughts when I returned to my dormitory. The vice principal came, but I did not answer the door. After a while, several policemen, led by the Chinese Communist Party secretary and labor union chairman, knocked on my door. I wanted to show people that the evil would not succeed if the practitioners resisted. I ignored them and continued sending righteous thoughts. After a while, the officers left. As I wished, the school leaders really learned from this incident that they did not have to cooperate with the authorities. I did not know how the school dealt with the officers, but any attempt to harass me by any person did not succeed since then. Part 4 Breaking Through Network Blockage Over the years, I have always been able to break through blockage to get on the Mingwei website and Epic Times. I firmly believed that getting online was arranged by Master for Dafa practitioners and no evil could interfere. Although I failed sometimes, I never gave up and eventually got through due to my strong, righteous thoughts. I was able to complete the important things online as scheduled, even when the network blockage was at its worst. That was the blessing of Master. I always consider studying Falun Dafa teachings as my top priority. This not only calms me down and keeps me from falling behind in the far rectification, but also helps me strengthen my energy, especially after sending righteous thoughts. Under the guidance of Dafa, and the protection of Master, 
I have walked smoothly on the cultivation path over the years. Thank you for listening to the Minghui Radio Podcast. For more information, including news about the persecution of Falun Gong practitioners in China and experience sharing stories by practitioners around the world, please visit our website at en.minghui.org.